you certainly can't. That doesn't begin to describe the differences between them, even if they're all. Well, you can see where the problem came in. Invented the printing press? Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, I was going Eli Whitney, but that's not. <laughs> I know, we all know, not, we all know the cotton gin with Eli. No, I don't I've know heard why. the name before. Yeah, they drilled that in our heads in school. I have no <laughs> yeah. idea why we all remember. It must be the name Eli Whitney. <laughs> Eli Whitney. Maybe it was his brother. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Or his, no, or, his, or, his, or, his or his grandson. I don't know. Was it before or after? Yeah. I don't know. They told us before. Did they have a cotton printing press before cotton gins? Yes. All right. Well, then there you go. Hmm. So, anyway, this has nothing to do with cotton or gin. Although we could talk about Jen for a while. But Eli, not Eli. <laughs> See? <laughs> Back up. <laughs> All right. So where I'm getting with this is, is right, once they started to figure out how to print, make printed matter, printed material like newspapers, mm-hmm. all that stuff, somewhere along the way, someone figured out how to put advertising on it to pay for the ink and the paper and, of course, the labor. And now all of a sudden, a whole new way of seeing, what would you call it, products became known, where, wow, you can actually show somebody that, other than local, right, before you'd have to be in a, you'd have a, you'd pull up in a horse and buggy and you'd have your, you know, cotton gin and you're showing people, not cotton gin, what do you call it? <laughs> yeah, you're well, showing even, people yeah. how it works a group at a time, one at a time. Yep. Now you can print about how it works and put that on a horse in the mail and send it out to people and you don't have to physically take the product to them anymore. Yeah, marketing. Yeah, it's called marketing. Yeah, marketing 101, right? So with that comes to what we wanted to talk about today, which was marketing terms. And in audio specifically, what you see, you know, a lot of names are put to features in gear that, you know, rather than trying to explain it to you, which would require who knows what, an engineering degree to understand, some companies prefer to just put words to it and describe it with, you know, prose or certain words. Where so Anyway, the problem is some of this stuff can be more confusing than not. And uh, you know, some of it doesn't mean shit, hmm. too. It just right. depends how you look at it. So anyway. Well, I'll tell you. We just ran into a, well, I just ran into a real-world application of this. And that was uh, Best Buy. And you go look at the TVs now. Hmm. There's a lot of them there. Yeah, but everybody's coming up with new, you know, letters to name their TV to differentiate them. Oh, yeah. You know, so now it's like, it, letters well, and it used to only be like LCDs, right? Mm. Then you had L- plasmas and LCDs. Now now it's OLED, but then there's QLED, and now there's newer ones with mini LED. And it's super confusing it's if you're confusing. paying attention, yeah. right? Yeah. But it sort of works, though. Yeah. Because remember in the early days, there were typically um, fluorescent backlights on most... LCD TVs, and they started coming out with LED backlight, uh, and they were selling for some time. And they called before it, LED. it was marketed. Right. No, it wasn't marketed as LED. They said it was an LED backlight, right? Oh. I saw TVs like this, really, in their very early days. And then subsequently, I guess somebody figured out well, we could call it a new TV because plasma <laughs> existed, so they called it an Took LED TV. <laughs> yeah, it was still an LCD with an LED backlight, ah. right? Which they were already being sold for some time, but it was marketed differently and. Oddly enough, it worked because I had a lot of people say, oh, I'm going to go buy a new LED TV, mm-hmm. and they didn't understand it was an LCD. Mm. 
with an LED. They still backlight. sell those. They're still yeah. sold as LED because obviously yeah. it works. So I think it's pretty much that we're just seeing. Like we'll just put letters and numbers on things and see. Maybe one of them will stick because it's confusing people. Maybe it's making it sound more like an OLED. Right? Well, once everyone uses the term, then it becomes so generic. Well, that's why they right. all had to start there's, coming out with their own you terms. You can't differentiate <laughs> yeah. between them anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, like they were QLED is one that was confusing because they go, well, it what's looked that? intentionally yeah. confused. It and looked like that? OLED. Right. right. So, you, so now LCD, you're investigating yeah. it. Right. Yeah. But now we just have, now we have new mini LED TVs, which sounds like an, an LED TV, but they're actually different than most LED TVs. It's very confusing. Not edge it is split. confusing because you, you actually have to read the description of yeah. the backlight to see that it's a mini LED, which is actually superior to right. its edge predecessors. LED, yeah. yeah. There's and, pros and cons all Yeah, around. so it's crazy yeah. when you look at this. It's like confusing as hell, but I guess that's the reason why they're using letter well, or number designation. Because you kind of need marketing to some extent to be able to cut through the noise, so to speak, and kind of tell people what's different or unique about this. The issue is it's very easy to be misleading. And, of course, most companies want to be misleading if possible if it means that you think a cheaper product is a better product. Well, what you're doing is you're putting descriptors to something that everyone might do. All the yeah. manufacturers might do the same thing. And you're coming up with a but word for yeah, it. Yeah, you got a word that, wow, that yeah. sounds good. That sounds I want special. that. Yeah, I want quantum dots, That's baby. Right. Yeah, quantum <laughs> dots was the previous thing. Yeah. Yeah, quantum yeah. dots, you know. Right, and sometimes it means something, sometimes it kind of doesn't. What's the name of that ice cream they sell there? Little dots? Dippin' Dots? Dippin' Dots, yeah. It's like that. They put yeah. those in your TV. I think that was a trademark of theirs, but anyway, there's a lot of knockoffs of Dippin' Dots. There but, is, yeah. yeah. But, the, but they were all round little balls, so how do you differentiate? Well, you know. And that's kind of the way, in audio, it's kind of like that, too, where, you know, I, you, the receiver market is like that, where you see a bunch of receivers out there, and they got words for features on receivers, because how do you differentiate all right. those knobs, which now are all on a remote or in an app? Right. You don't even get knobs anymore, <laughs> buttons. It is but, very difficult, because how do you know mm-hmm. which one's better, which one's worse? They come up with words and whatnot, but it doesn't mean it's better or worse. And that's sort of the difficult thing, especially with audio, because... There's several approaches, and there isn't necessarily one that's superior or inferior. So you can't just say, well, it's this technology, so it's better. It's sort of subjective, and that makes it very difficult to compare. So people sort of just come up with words and hope their words sound impressive enough that you buy the product. And sometimes it works. Sometimes you see people all excited by this technology that somebody's marketing. But the funny thing is, as a manufacturer, a lot of times you know everyone's already doing that. Right. And in fact, a huge percentage of the amount of terms that people come up with to describe like a planar magnetic, we've been doing. We already do. And people have said several times now, world's first with this technology, but we've been shipping this for 10 years. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's especially confusing. Even with people lump headphones in the headphones in certain categories by the speaker type they use. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got dynamic, which is basically kind of like a woofer or, you know, on a normal speaker. It's a, it's a, it's, it's got a, Cone. Yeah, a circular. It's a cone driver with a circular voice coil and in a magnet, and then you've got planar magnetic, which you know again all the planar magnetics are lumped into planar magnetic, but they're not all the same. They're all quite different, and some are superior f- by far than others, just like televisions or anything else. And then you got electrostatics, which are a bit more limited in choice, so less confusing there because you know. There's just you, not as many. Yeah, you got stacks and uh, you got stacks, you know, so there isn't a yeah. lot there, you know, to, to and even, there you're just differentiating between models. But the point is, is that these, um, you know, these different techs, um, if you lump it together in a name like a TV, 
you certainly can't. That doesn't begin to describe the differences between them, even if they're all TVs well, yeah. or they're all headphones or they're all planar magnetic. Well, you can see where the problem came in. Because, like, yeah. why, why would you buy this $5,000 flagship LCD when you can buy a $500 LCD? Because they both are LCDs, right? Right. So, yeah. If you put that on the box, 52-inch LCD, $200. 52-inch mm-hmm. LCD, 3000 Yeah, right. It's not a good look, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's understandable, but... Unfortunately, the reality is because marketing is what it is, they're trying to sell you a product, a huge percentage of it is very intentionally misleading. And that's a big issue because then it means any marketing that might actually be accurate might be important. It's hard for it to matter now because so much of this stuff is just filled with noise. Um, Overwhelmingly, from my opinion, my experience, most of these terms don't really mean anything. That's the unfortunate reality. Well, that's true. I mean, they, they really kinda, don't. You know? It's sort of trying to describe a technology, and maybe it's better, but it doesn't necessarily mean the product's better. Well, the key around that would be to try to read. Not, you can't even read between the lines on a three, four-word you know, description. You, you have to try to see if the company offers you some insight as to what those words mean. Right. And that's typically a clue. If there is no insight, then it's probably just marketing BS. You know, mm-hmm. there's got to be some trade shows, especially. Yeah, uh, we really don't do this, so maybe we're kind of an extreme example of this. Well, we, very we, rarely do we put words to things. We're not good at coming up with like random words yeah. that sound impressive no. to buy the stuff no. that don't really mean anything. Yeah, but a lot of companies maybe do. Maybe we it. should. <laughs> maybe we should. It seems <laughs> no, effective it, for some every people. time we try it. It's bad. Yeah, we're that's not like good the at hardest it. part. It's like, oh man, coming up with words. Yeah, yeah coming right. up with a word for yeah. two weeks. but it shows. We see people all the time doing this, especially you're sitting next to a booth with someone that you haven't been near before. You hear what they're telling to the customer over and over and over again, right? And sometimes it works really well. Sometimes these people, they eat it up. They think that the terms are, are great. And wow, it's got the, oh, it's got this technology. And they'll ask, well, does this one have this whatever technology? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And they're so excited. That's true. Sometimes it works for some people. And it's strange because overwhelmingly, they never explain what it is. Mm-hmm. They just say, well, it's got this. And people just go, ooh, ah. Yeah. But they don't know what it is. You know, if you go to Best Buy's website, they they must realize that this particularly TVs are very confusing. But now they have a nice little chart, and then you scroll down, yeah. and it tells you what the backlight technology is. Charts and, work. And it's like, oh, oh, so because it is Because you this. can instantly yeah. compare, especially if it shows multiple models. Yeah. You can instantly compare what the deal is instead of trying to reading through the bullshit yeah. to figure it out. And yeah, then, it tries and, to standardize and it. And then you got to store all that in your head. For each model, so yeah, yeah a chart's a lot easier to fit. To it see does the, make it easy because it's yeah. like it's organized. Oh, it's 4K. It's 8K. Okay, it's an so organized it's method of working at it. And then bottom line is the price, <laughs> right? <laughs> Which really sorts yeah. it out. <laughs> However, usually get what you pay for. Something like TVs, stats matter a lot more. You care that it's 4K over 1080p. You care the brightness that it could achieve. You care about yeah. the price and various metrics. I think the difference between no audio in general and TVs in general is that. Typically with TVs, the price usually sorts it out because there's yeah. such, such well, it's such a competitive market. That is with true. The big boys playing the game. We're talking your Sony's, your yeah. Panasonic's, you know, your, your, your you know, Samsung's. LG, Samsung, yeah. yeah, I mean these guys ain't dicking around, and you know each one of them is cutting cutting dollars and pennies to try to get the lowest price right. to market for similar look or technology. So the reality is, you know, they're not really. I mean, it's. I think price really dictates the quality of the pictures. And well, until you, get, hard to until you get to the high end, where then it's like, then you start right. paying five, six thousand dollar flagships from each manufacturer. Then yeah. there are differences. Yeah, yeah, right. When yeah. you get up there. Yeah. yeah. Generally speaking, in consumer goods that are shipped in volume, price almost always 
determines performance by a fair margin because it's hyper-competitive. It'd be very hard for somebody to get away with shipping something that's double the price and not any better. Yeah, you could put all the words you want on what the picture's made of, and in the end, it boils down to, you know, does it it show the part, like, you know, and reviews and all that stuff. Well, I mean, the problem is you go to a Best Buy, and you got this one and this one right next to each other, so it's pretty easy to, you know. But in audio, it's totally different. People are looking for different things in audio. They don't. There's not like one singular vision, really. Some people like an interesting thing. Some people like something just because it looks different, because it sounds different, because it does something special. Uh, there's a huge number of reasons why someone might like something in audio, and that's sort of the challenge. And it's also sort of why the marketing terms don't really mean anything a lot of times. Yeah, right. The best experience is to make sure that you try it for yourself. You like it. Or maybe someone that you trust their opinion on, they tried it and they like it. Yeah, subjectively speaking, it's difficult. Very it's difficult, difficult to know, and unless you have a lot of experience, you know, the, well, people with experience don't even bother with reading those words. It to me, like to me, when right, I read yeah. that, it's I don't, I could yeah, right. care less. Doesn't yeah. matter. You could, I, I know that they're just words that some marketing guy came up with. Yeah, thought he was a genius doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess actually, more importantly, you know? stats on headphones oftentimes were really most audio products in the high end meaningless oftentimes. Yeah. It's not to say that they don't actually matter. They do. But usually the stats that they tell you are biased significantly. So it's very misleading. It's not much different than coming up with a marketing term a lot of times. I think most guys in the higher end already are aware of this. I mean, so, you know, we're kind of preaching to the choir on that end because, again, just like me, they kind of – you. You read this stuff, and let's say they get you one time you buy it, and you go, mm. it doesn't do anything different than this other thing I got, you know, and you start right. to realize, you start to figure it out pretty quick, mm. you know. Yeah, well, like, again, with TVs, it's like they all have their own term for, like, smoothing, you know, like motion enhancement or whatever. They all yeah. call it different things, yeah. but they actually all do work differently. So right. they, there are differences. There's a lot of tech. There's yeah. a lot of tech in TVs that, you know, when you start looking at how they deal with, sub pixel level adjustments yeah you know uh it's getting increasingly complicated especially yeah. with these complicated backlight arrays or oled or mini led things like that um it's very difficult to ensure you have perfection all the time and of course you have limited resources you only spend so much on all these components so i guess audio is like that too it's just that Same people different. don't look at it with their eyes because when you engineer an amplifier and you're trying to improve upon Whatever that's out, anything existing that's out there, right? You're measuring it. You're listening to it. You're listening to it on multiple devices to see if you could pick out the flaw. And if there is a flaw with, let's say, an amplifier or whatever, let's say a headphone, right? You want to go after it and resolve the flaw. And it's kind of the same thing they're doing with TVs and images. You, they're trying to get the most natural, lifelike image you can get on a screen. And in order to realize, in order to do that, we got to play with fractions of a pixel to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. It really is the same thing, just a different... I think they're pretty similar. Different, different refinement methods. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Because the end goal with a picture is to get a good picture. Right. And you could measure things. You could look at all different metrics, but there's almost always pros and cons to different technologies, different approaches, different products, just like in headphones. So it really is sort of a combination of what do you prefer? What's the combination of attributes that produce the most desirable outcome for you personally? No different than headphones, right? Because some really. headphones do things better than others. It doesn't necessarily mean they're better or worse. They might be better or worse for you personally. But for everybody in general, mm, 
generally the price kind of helps dictate that a lot of times. It's the same thing, too, when you think about it. A lot of people are perfectly happy with a $200 flat screen. They don't care. Right. It looks fine to them. Mm-hmm. They could watch football on it. It works. Mm-hmm. Where someone who's used, accustomed to, you know, the higher end of things when you give them a multi-thousand dollar would look at that and go, oh, it's just yeah. washed out picture. And, you know, but some people don't care about that. It's just, right. it doesn't bother them. They're fine with that. And the price is perfect. So it, that, it, same that would with be audio. nice. That would be nice to, <laughs> to enjoy a $200 <laughs> yeah, set. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the same with audio, you know. Uh, again, you know, we go back to the old earbud thing where people are perfectly fine listening to the $20 earbuds mm-hmm. until they hear something better. Then they're like, oh, there's something here. I get that. And mm-hmm. then they go to $100. Then they go to 2 Then you go to 5 You know, you can go up in 1000 It's just how it goes, yeah. Yeah. You start, it's, it's, a, it's that spark that starts. It goes, you realize there's differences, just like with TVs. Mm-hmm. So that's the danger of walking through Best Buy. That's right. We have nice TVs at home. We go into Best Buy. Go, We're still going, ooh, even mm-hmm. though we have a similar mm-hmm. set. It's like, oh, that's nice. They got those cool demos running. It's you the know, demos. Probably yeah. 8K source mm-hmm. running dumb down to 4K to play the TV. It's a serious demos. They're just vivid, you know. But And, and you know, audio, that happens too. You got mm-hmm. people that, that when they demo products like speakers and stuff. You play the right music. They, yeah, they got, them, they got it all figured out that's the music we're going to play and that was always the reason why a lot of companies would do that they would they would pick they would curate a list and this works great with this what worked yeah Yeah. they Mm -hmm. knew what worked and what didn't work too i mean it's just the same thing well it's usually with those like demos with giant speakers you know you got to play the right music with that right well particularly for the room (laughs) you're in well that too that's the real bitch like, yeah. you don't want to go too much boominess. Of, yeah. You know, you're not going to play rap music in a hotel room. Even the biggest ballrooms you get are brutal for speakers that size. So, yeah, you run into, you run into issues every time you play something in a room. That's the beauty of headphones. There ain't no room. The well, room, you buy the room with the headphones. That's right. It comes it's with always it. the same. Yeah, and it's you hope same. that it's set up proper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So maybe that wrapped it up. Yeah, I think so. TLDR, it sort of doesn't really matter much. Yeah, words are just words. Uh, well, sometimes they mean something, the proof but sometimes the they don't. And to know the difference, uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of the trick. So yeah. pretty much ignore most of them. Thanks, everybody. Remember to subscribe. We're trying to hit 20,000 by the end of the year, and we have a month to go. Got to tell your friends. It's mm. going to be a little problem. Yeah, mm. we got like yeah. we got to do like 6,000 subscribers. So we're mm-hmm. going to need a miracle. We're going to need a, a Christmas, Christmas miracle. Christmas miracle. Mm. Take care, everyone. Thanks. <laughs>